One. Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Lumia Sports. I'm your host, Demetrius Mason. Joined again by one Darnell Jones. What's up, guys? And joined again by Dom. Triple D's. Here we are. Hey, man, I need more energy for you than that, man. This was the finals hey, game four. <laughs> I was still in the middle of talking. <laughs> Yeah, I still need more. We need more. We need more. People I was yeah, I was delivering more before I got interrupted. So. Hey man, sounds like me. We'll <laughs> deliver you more. Hey man, you be interrupting me too. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I'm telling you what the people need. The way you started, it wasn't good enough. That's okay. Let's get into it. The Bucks beat the Suns 109 to 103 in this game, despite Devin Booker going for 42 points on 17 to 28 shooting. The Suns could not get it done. Chris Middleton went out there with 40 as well on 15 to 33 shooting. Yasan Skubo, 26 points, 14 rebounds, eight assists. Darnell, what did you see out of this game as the Bucks tie up the series 2-2 and we're going back to this? I thought it was a different approach for Giannis. I thought coming into the game, um, he had so much success on the offensive end, just dominating in the paint. I thought that it would be a replica of that in game four. But lo and behold, we see a Giannis that wanted to be a floor general. So when you have a versatile player like that, you can see different styles of performances from him in one series. So this game, he decided that he wanted to get the other guys involved, and you got Chris Middleton up to 40. Well, I didn't want to say he got him to 40, but Chris Middleton got himself 40, and Giannis had some assists as well. But Drew Holiday wasn't – he was bad, but he did have a big play down the stretch that kind of made up for some of his missed shots. He had a real, real big offensive rebound that kind of kept them in the game towards the end of the fourth quarter. But the Bucks play, they've really figured out that we are the bigger team. We have the advantage in the pay. They really cannot defend us. And as long as we stay aggressive, then we should have a shot to win the game. And I think that was their approach. And for the Suns, obviously – it was a wasted wasted effort from Devin Booker, who was amazing, 42 points. He fouled out. Well, he didn't. Actually, he didn't <laughs> foul out, which is the crazy part about it. But he fouled out probably three times in that game. And he having five fouls, he had to get benched in the early in the fourth quarter. So they really didn't have him a lot in the fourth. So you saw Milwaukee make a run with Devin Booker on the bench because you saw Giannis switch on to Chris Paul. Chris Paul started turning the ball over in the fourth quarter and really selling towards the end of the game. And it was just – it was it was a, a really fun game to watch. And Giannis had probably one of the better defensive highlights that you'll see in the finals, reminiscent of kind of like Bam when he had his last year, when he had that block on Jason Tatum. Yeah. yeah. So it was a really good game. I had fun watching it, and the series is tied. Like me and Demetrius, it pretty much predicted. 
I'm worried about my sons in six. I think it's Bucks in six now. But Dom, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Um. So to start it off, most of like the three of the three of the most important players on the team, you know, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and Jay Crowder, they were all in foul trouble for a majority of the game. That's really that's mm-hmm. truly the only reason Booker only had 42 because he was on the bench for a large portion of it because he kept fouling everybody. And like Darnell said, he really fouled out, but the rest were like, you know what, fuck it. So um, Devin Booker went out there and he had one of probably the best game of his career. I even think this was more impressive than that 47-point game against the Lakers. Like, I feel like if he didn't get in foul trouble and stay on the court, like it felt like he was going to do it. It felt like he just felt it. He was just making every shot. But the problem was, and, and, and Jay Crowder, with his five fouls, it was big because his defensive impact was so big. He was doing ev- every single thing imaginable to try and win this game, everything he could. His He had three steals, three blocks, and he was drawing fouls. <laughs> he had he definitely flopped every single time that he could and that it almost man wondered. tell me about it he flopped every <laughs> single opportunity he could <laughs> but hey man so jay crowder had a huge impact out there deandre ayton was kind of eh, he ain't really do too much out there Giannis didn't you know go crazy but again like darnell said Giannis kind of made a point to be more of a playmaker out there as opposed to an offensive threat. And he just kind of let Drew and Chris, you know, try to find their offense. Obviously, Chris found his and Drew didn't because Drew was yep. – <laughs> every time Drew touched the ball, me and Demetrius were like, bro, please pass it. <laughs> and he <laughs> please wouldn't. Don't, please don't shoot this ball. And he shot it 20 times. He shot it more than Giannis. And that's how you know that he was just trying to let the other two do their thing. Well, Chris said, fuck it, I got it. And you feel me? In the midst of Devin Booker, you know, going through his wild stretch, we saw it with Durant. You feel me? And we kind of saw it with Trey a little, but Trey got hurt, obviously, so it wasn't quite the same. But we saw it with Durant. And when, you know, when Durant started, it's like, it's like Chris does as much as he can to keep them within the game. A lot of times, and normally when like one of the per- one of the other people's you know one of the other team's best players you know start going on a scoring stretch, then he normally just follows right up with him, and that's what happened this game. Booker had forty two, he had forty, but yep. I mean, for the Suns it was just nobody helped, nobody really helped Booker. I mean, Aiton, Aiton, Aiton was kind of stymied out there. He only has six points on three and nine shooting. He ain't do too much. His post game, again, uh, like has been noted, isn't anything to brag about. He's just there for mainly like, you know, putbacks. And like the reason why Demetrius said he's, you know, the best center in the league is mainly due to his defensive impact. But his mm-hmm. offense, like he can get you 20, but he has to be set up for his 20. It's not like he can gain his own 20 so he's not he's not a strong mid-range shooter and um he doesn't really have much of a post game so his offense was just not non-existent but when booker went out when booker went out mvps that's what they're supposed to do they're supposed to go out there and you feel me 
if one offensive presence isn't out there, you're supposed to go out there and, you know, help him out a little bit. And even though he's been great so far this series, Chris Paul was ass. He was ass today. He was actually the worst plus minus on the court out there. Did nothing. I mean, he got his seven assists, but he just couldn't score. And whenever he could, he either couldn't score, he either missed his shots, or he turned the ball over. And, you know, turn, turning the ball over is the absolute worst thing you can do against any team, but especially this team, because they have the best fast break player in NBA history. <laughs> so, like, the best transition player in history. So, you know, know, Chris, man, problem with Brown was something, man. Well, you know, well, obviously LeBron is 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 up there. Obviously, LeBron, LeBron, yeah. In terms of just pure fast break players, it's it's not much players better in NBA history than Giannis. Obviously, you know, there's LeBron and others, but you know, Giannis is definitely like top five. But um. Yeah, you got one of the best fast break players of all time. So you really can't turn the ball over against this team. Phoenix normally doesn't turn the ball over a lot because, you know, Chris Paul is so smart. But this game, he was just fucking up. And Drew was in his shit a little bit. Drew was in his shit a little bit out there. So Chris Paul had 15 turnovers in the last three games. I heard that. Oh, damn, Chris. Oh, he folded into his first finals. That's not a good sign. (laughs) I mean, well, is it I, is it I, that surprising? No. <laughs> but one Not thing I saw them do though, which is interesting, is they had they did put Giannis on him a little bit. And I was like, why the fuck yeah. is is Giannis on Chris and like PJ on 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 Aiden or like whoever? It would just be somebody like mad. Small. It was I seen one one player had Drew on Aiden. I'm like, what? Yeah, but yeah. Giannis was on Chris, and I was like, "Yeah, exactly." I, but I see Giannis is seven feet tall. Chris can't see over him. Nope. nope. So, so, and he can't do he can't do those step backs. Giannis, Giannis, all him really does just take Chris out the whole game. And if Booker's not on the court and Chris can't do anything, then the offense is useless. Then there's nothing they can do on offense. Chris looked rattled out there. Chris looked like he ain't know what to do. Cause when you just got a seven foot, it. you got a seven foot point guard guard. You it's like, well, because <laughs> like, because like you can't really blow past him because he can recover. Yeah. And he, he tried really it late, shoot. and then he got blocked. You can't yeah. shoot over him because he's too long. He's seven foot. You can't really. <laughs> you foot. can't really. You can't really dribble because like he might take it because his arm's so long and he took it too. Like so yeah. Yeah. Giannis on Chris really really neutralized the fuck out of him. So that was that was that was a surprisingly good adjustment by Buddha Holzer if he made that adjustment. So I I would have never even thought to do that. I was like, why the fuck are all these little ass niggas on Aiden? Oh, because Aiden useless if Chris Paul can't give him the ball. <laughs> Pretty Not much. only that, but Chris Paul's a pick and roll player. So if you have someone small on them, it's an easy switch. And not only can they switch it, they can hedge it. Because there's no worry that he's gonna deny the screen and go at Giannis. Yeah. So I saw that too. They had Drew on Aiton and they had Giannis on Chris Paul. But and I think 
like PJ was on Booker the one possession, and they yep. tried it. They tried to go at all of it, and then PJ just switched on to Aiden, which he used to be a center. So no problem there. And then Booker couldn't get open. And yeah, basically. Um, did you have anything else to say, Dom? Nah, you got it. All right. So basically, to me, the first thing I want to do because he's he, I wouldn't even remember to do it. I do want to give Boonhoser a lot of credit because they were doing a lot of things. Obviously, they didn't do in the first two in the first three games, really. Um, one yep. of them was the emphasis on Middleton to just shoot the ball. Semi-perfect sell has taken his time. He's analyzed the series, and he knows what's got to copy. And this was the perfect game because both of them were going to do it. Him and Booker both just shot. They were just going to shoot the ball, mainly because everybody else was ass. Um, <laughs> not Giannis, but with Giannis, it was like they were super-duper building the wall. And Aiton – so for Aiton on offense, it was one of those things that you're telling him to do kind of so much on defense. You're like, all right, you got to stop Giannis. And we fucked up last game, so you also can't foul. But the biggest thing was, and even though Brooke, Brooke is playing less and less as the series goes on, but damn it, in his 19 minutes, he was a minus 13. And every second he's out there, I'm like, damn, Brooke, you got, he got to leave the court, right? He's like blowing the entire game just because, just because it, this time it wasn't Chris Paul, but it was Booker. Anytime you see that man. He, he there was a there's a sequence of like three straight plays where Booker's like, oh, let me practice my lefty real quick because this dude can't guard anything. So he kept taking him off the screen, going right at the left, and Brooklyn was nowhere to be found. But to his credit, he got 14 points. And I said it as I'm watching. I don't know if you remember this time, but I was like, you know what? Brook did his job. Yeah. The second he left the court in the third, he was not coming back out there as he shouldn't. I said he did put him back out there with Bobby when, when Giannis did the break, because I didn't like that. And it also didn't work, but whatever. Other than that, the thing that Boonhoser did was, I think him and Giannis both knew, or the brass of the Bucks, they knew that the wall was coming, right? Dude just had 40 yeah. and 10 twice. So they knew, yeah. all right, all right, they're not going to let us do that. And Aiton's good enough to stop that. And Crowder's good enough to stop that. So what they started doing was, they started doing something actually, I actually did yesterday when me and Dom played 2K, um, which was like picking pops because you really can't stop it. If you go on set up at the free throw line and Middleton comes and gives a screen, doesn't even have to be that great of one, but just to give you an edge and then run to the three point line, his person has to guard that, right? And then recover the three point line. And that kind of worked a few times, but it was with Chris and it was with actually Pat Connaughton, who was huge this game. Get more than that. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Pat Connaughton did have such a big impact in this Pat game. Pat Connaughton did every the fuck thing. It, it was made a, me think even more like, damn, with Dante, it. they would be the – yeah, I was like, with Dante, they would be the best team because they would just have two. But yeah. basically the same guy, just athletic, can kind of yeah. shoot some threes, but really it's the boards and the defense – and they yeah. kept – Chris kept trying to go at Pat Connaughton on the switch. It just was not working. Now, Booker got it to work a couple times. But Booker was – Yeah, I saw Booker looking for him. Yeah. But Booker was giving everybody the work, so I wasn't even blaming him. It was the one <laughs> shot he hit over him. I was like, damn, he was right there. Then Booker after he hit that, Pat was like, all right, I got to guard it. And then he got him with the pump fake. I was like, okay, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Booker was looking like <laughs> out there. 
like really like I know people were comparing him to Kobe I thought he was looking more like Chris Paul a lot with the way he was shooting but nah he like dead ass looked like Kobe the nah, shots he, he was taking out yeah he said turn off fadeaways over double teams I'm like damn all right <laughs> like, it, was, it was I was like this dude really gonna score 50 but and it sucks that he had that fifth foul but he I mean it was a bad one too because PJ was just trying to get an offensive board and I think he was just like fuck it I'm tired of watching this Oh, yeah, it was a loose ball foul. Yep, and shouldered him. Because, again, that was the – like Darnell said, that was the big difference in the game. It was the rebounds. And you look, the Bucs had 17 offensive rebounds. They ended up getting 10 more free throws and 20 more shots. And mainly it's because of of that. And they had five turnovers to 17. So – and as much as we were like Aiton, and I agree, Aiton did not play well. He was doing a lot. He was like, he looked young out there. He was making some mental mistakes. Yeah. Um, mainly on offense, more so than defense. I think the defense was fine. He did. They had a couple turnovers on offense. He just didn't look settled. But I think a lot of that has to do with dudes out there trying to guard Giannis. And it just, it just, I think this was one of those games where it made him a little tired. We saw yeah. in game three he scored early. If he's going to score, he's normally going to do it early, right? But as the game yeah. wears on, he's just like it's tiring guarding this guy. Yeah. Because you got to sprint back every time. And then you got to be big enough and strong to stop him. And he did a decent job. And he really can't lead the court because they don't have anybody to back him up. Nope. Nope. And so he can only leave when Giannis leaves or – Nah, he can only leave when Giannis leaves. Not no war. He can only leave when Giannis leaves. Because now without Sarich, and we've established that Kaminsky can't be out here. You know, you can go with Craig and Crowder for a little bit. And they they did it for a little bit, and it was fine. But it's still you just don't want it too much because he will start abusing that. Um, but yeah, Aiton again on offense he wasn't good. But like you guys were saying, Chris Paul was the entire the entire issue out there. And this is why I kept saying, hey, man, Brooke can't be out there. Because really, with now, we saw it in the early games with no Brooke and no Forbes. Bobby went out there, and he was like, all right. He remembered that he's not trash on defense. He was one of six. He couldn't hit any shots. He really he really had a couple layup opportunities and missed them. But one thing he wasn't getting was abused on the pick and roll this game. He was going all the way out there. He's like, you know what, Chris? I'm not going to let you shoot, do, shoot this one stupid-ass shot. And <laughs> the first time he finally played, it only took one, but one more minute than Brooke. And you can just look at it. Brooke, minus 13 with 14 points. Bobby had three plus seven. It's that simple. If, if Chris doesn't have someone he can abuse on the pick and roll, right, it's much harder for him. <laughs> and when you have Giannis at the five or when you have Bobby at the five, because, again, when Giannis is at the five, you got P.J. out there, too who, you know, at the very least, he won't foul you. So, but if they're all out there, it's like there's no defensive liabilities. And that's what, that's what to me makes, you know, Giannis such a great player. There's no defensive liabilities out there because he he wipes up all that. And but real quick, Chris as well. So back to the pick and pop stuff. So they were doing it with Giannis, right? Build the wall, Chris can pop. Then they were just like, all right, all right. So, even if you have an answer for that, it was the Chris Middleton Giannis pick and rolls. They had there was nothing they could do about it. Yeah, those are the deadliest pick and rolls in the league, Cause, right? Because it's like, damn, 
he gonna get the ball at the free throw line, Middleton. He gonna hit that, especially especially if he sees Booker hitting these tough ass ones. He start his started getting a little easier and a little easier and a little easier to where down the stretch, down the clutch, they were just like, damn, we don't know what to do. He's just getting pull up free throws, and then they were guarding it. Once he hit the one, it was the one in the fourth quarter that like gave him the lead or like tied it. And he just didn't miss any more shots. It was incredible. But the no, one I, he did miss, I, Drew Holiday did go get it. But I'm not giving Drew Holiday too much credit. He was ass. Every time he touched <laughs> the ball, like you said, 0 for 5 from 3. Brooke was also 0 for 5 from 3. Nobody, the incredible thing about this game to me is nobody did anything but Giannis, Chris, and Pat. Nobody didn't do anything. Yeah. Drew was Drew, I guess, is pressure on Chris Paul's helping out the series. But like you said, we could put Giannis on Chris. So we got other answers for Chris out here. And people trying to tell me Drew was Chris tough. Was Say that again. I think Giannis on Chris was the answer out there. Because Giannis really couldn't do, I mean, because Chris really couldn't do anything. Yeah. Giannis. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. It's not, it's not that Chris is the answer it's that it's both it's cp3 and booker they both have to play well that's what yeah. I was, that's what i was like saying they were up 2-0 but i was like they both scored over 20 efficiently i was like i don't know about that one i don't know if you can just keep doing it and now you're in a situation where you gotta do it two of the next three and they're not playing brook 30 minutes a game that's all it was. And, again, the first game, obviously, I don't even blame Budenhoser because you don't know how – you know what I mean? Giannis just came back. You can't just play yeah. 45 minutes. Yeah. And the second game was a lot of that, too. But when then he started going off and Budenhoser was like, all right, enough of that, you know? One and thing Brooke I does have to play. He does. It just it hurts. And they got to win in spite of him. One thing I noticed with the um with the team though is that like with the Suns is that these last two games, right? Aiden was in heavy foul trouble. And this game, everybody else was in heavy foul trouble. Yep. It's like, oh, and we kind of saw it yesterday when we I was the Suns and you were the Mavericks. And I was sitting there, I was like, can't nobody really guard anybody out here. <laughs> and they really can't guard anybody out here really like I, I mean if the thing was in phoenix for whatever reason phoenix just wasn't calling anything against them like they got big their home court advantage was crazy because they just never <laughs> they just never got fouled and they got all the fouls but as yeah. soon as they went away you feel me the, the tie switch and they know what to do monty williams complained about it last game and then this game it was a similar situation but the thing was they were actually fouling people. Booker yeah. was really fouling people. Chris Paul was really fouling people. Jay Crowder was fouling, getting all every every fucking thing. Related it's because, to fouls. It's because they can't get rebounds. Yeah. They have to foul. They literally have to. Yeah. Like if all Aiden's attempts is going to be on Giannis, and Giannis still going to get five offensive boards. Yeah. But like, again, if you, so you have Chris Paul out there, got to guard somebody. Whether he's on Drew Holiday or P.J. Tucker, they're getting the board. Or even you put Pat Content in there, 
They're get, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone's crashing. Bobby got a couple. It's like all of them. You look, I've never seen they had one, two, three, four guys with three plus offensive rebounds. That's ridiculous. And again, a lot of that is a lot of that's Giannis, obviously. Because he's just there. And all he's got to do is kind of occupy Aiton and make it so Aiton has to guard one part of the rim. You know what I mean? But if he's on one side and the ball goes the other way, you saw it. Crowder had the second most rebounds with seven, with eight. And after that, nobody's getting the board. They're just not big enough. Bridges had five, but it's not big enough. Chris Paul can sneak. He got like four. But nobody else is going to – Devin's not going to get a rebound. Cam Johnson's really not going to get rebounds. Torrey Craig can get some, but they, they just can't get any rebounds. And the Bucks know it, and they just got to get a shot up. Um, and that's why, as rough, I guess, as Drew Holiday was, he did one thing. This is, this is the toughest thing about the entire game to me, about the legacy now to me. Chris Paul cannot get outplayed by Drew Holiday. And you can make the case that's happened both these games, these last two. And that's kind of the only way they lose the series, right? Yeah. And 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 Drew Holiday couldn't make anything. But you know what he didn't do? We talk about it all the time. Talk about it all the time. He didn't turn the ball over. So it doesn't matter. Honestly, throw it off the rim. <laughs> Fuck it. They're both going to have the same amount of points, the same amount of assists. <laughs> like, yeah, then it, just, it really does just come down to the turnovers at that point. Turnovers, and you know, but you know, Drew's going to get more rebounds. Yeah. So, in a weird way, right? This Bucks team is built to kind of just equalize other stars and let Giannis be the difference. Yeah. As long as Drew plays defense, and Drew can guard this guy. Right, I was saying it before the series started. I was like, I don't know if Drew can guard Devin Booker, and he can't. <laughs> no one on his team can. No, unless he just misses. But he might just miss. But he can guard Chris Paul, and it seems like the full court pressing stuff is taking its toll. Right, started in game two, didn't really work that game. But it's like over time, you've seen Chris. Chris, every single game the series has gotten worse. Now, I think yeah. it'll be better in game five, but I don't think Booker going to give you 42 either. Yeah. No. Booker just had the best game of his career right there. Yeah. Past so, the 70 first punt. So, Darnell, what are your what are your thoughts on this series now as we're tied up 2-2? And, hey, it hasn't even started yet, but. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like I said, uh, I think it was after game, whatever it was, game three, I said the series is going to start in game five. And I think, yeah, did say that. I think that it's really going to be tough for the Suns to come back and, and win this series because they have to win two out of three. And even though they do have home court advantage, we'll see how favorable of a whistle they get. But they I just it. don't know if they have any answers for Giannis. And they don't have any – they really can't like, – like you said, they can't, they can't really guard anybody. And like last night, they lost the turnover battle 15, 17 to, four, to five. Yeah. They lost the, for the rebound battle 48 40. So even though they shot 51% from the field, they lost the game because they couldn't get boards and they couldn't take care of the basketball. So if that's another recipe that, that is going to reveal itself again in game six, 
then or game five, then it's going to be a tough, tough uphill battle for for the Suns. Yeah. Dom, what do you think about the series now? It's tied up. Deuce, deuce. I mean, all, a lot of this game has just came down to, honestly, it's come down to the refereeing. And for the Suns, for the Suns more so than the Bucks, the Suns really rely on the refs to be on their side. Because if we're being honest, the Bucks are better. Yep. The, Bucks are actually, the Bucks are actually a better team than them. So yep. it really does just come down to if in Phoenix or the, or the are they still going to keep getting all these stupid ass phantom calls and are the Bucks going just going to keep not getting any calls cuz as soon as the free throw battle get kind of equal then the Bucks win <laughs> so that's really what it comes down to i mean the Bucks obviously have the best player on the court cuz he's one of the best players in the league if not number 1 but he's at least like top 5 or whatever so you know they got the best player on the court and you know, he's he's just been playing well as, yeah. ever since game one. And Chris Middleton, as we know, he's capable of doing this, but he's also capable of going back into a shell and doing nothing. Not so capable. He's going to do it half the time. <laughs> Literally. It's <laughs> not about capability. This is what's going to happen. He's going to give you 35 half the time. The other half, he's giving you 15. Period. That's just what yeah. happened. Yeah, that is his game. Is his style. But I mean, it, it for me, it really does all depend on the um on the foul calls and just because Phoenix is this it, it like I want to say Suns and seven just because I really do feel like no team is going to lose at home. But the Bucks really might catch them slipping next game because. You feel me? It looks like it looks like they're running out of options of what yep. to do. <laughs> yeah, like they're because they're trying a whole bunch of different. They they might just start getting flustered out there. Chris Paul already looked like he getting flustered with yeah. all them turnovers. So this isn't a great sign for the for the Suns. But again, it really just all depends on on the referees' whistle out there. Yeah. One thing yeah, I also Bucks, didn't. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, if the Bucks go up three two, I don't think the Suns have it in them to win two straight. Oh hell they're not, no! They nah, not winning. I don't think they winning in Milwaukee. Nope. <laughs> nah, I don't think they're winning Game Six regardless. Even though I picked them in six, I don't, I don't think there's any way. Like they gotta win the two home games to me. It's gotta be. It's to me. It's Suns in seven or Bucks in six. The Bucks could win a Game Seven. That's the thing. I think it's possible. I just don't. I don't see it's it, it's tough to trust Chris Paul in a game seven. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. It's tough to trust their the combination of both. Cause as great as Booker was, he really is Chris Middleton. They like the same guy. Which means they both can be streaky. And if they're both bad, that's still advantage Bucks, right? Yeah. If they're both good, it's advantage Bucks. Booker has to be way better than his than semi perfect cell, but semi perfect cell is a part of Booker. That's the problem. <laughs> he absorbed him. He absorbed him. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the techniques. He's made in the lab. He's got some of the abilities. They go and do the same thing. And the the key 
we were talking about it um, off air. We haven't mentioned it. The key to the whole, the whole freaking game was that Chris started getting foul calls, like like we were saying. It's specifically Chris started getting them because Chris had three all series. This game he had eight. If that happens, man, then he can really be Booker because Booker had nine. And that's why you see the points being the same, right? Chris said, yeah. oh, if I get a couple of these dumbass fouls, he was getting fouled. He really was getting pushed out there because he couldn't stop him. It was like, oh, well. But again, he was getting pushed in Phoenix and they didn't call one of them. Not one of them. Not one shooting foul from him. So uh, that's the thing. The other thing we haven't mentioned yet, we, we mentioned a little bit how important Pat Conson was. Dude was literally a plus 21. Yeah. Yeah. 32 minutes in the finals. Mainly because he wasn't broke. But still. <laughs> yeah. So, and I think the, the, the biggest thing, man, obviously, it's just Giannis. His floor game was ridiculous. And he's putting up those MVP stats, and he's just doing it in the finals now. 26, 14, and 8. The passes he was making, I think I <clears throat> I like at times. I don't really – respect his vision but he's a great passer and the fact that he's doing it he's like he's been prepped for this all postseason right talking about Giannis yeah Giannis he's not running into people anymore the Nets said all right huh I was just gonna say to me I think I like he has better vision than like somebody like Kawhi Leonard yeah he does definitely does yeah he's because he's he's trying he's he's trying to pass it like you could tell from the beginning of the game, he had like one shot early and they were like down seven or whatever. But I was like, oh, I see what's going on here. He's trying to see. He he knows he can't just get 40 again on these dudes. Not yet. Right. I think yeah. he might, I think he's gonna try to do it next game, but he's smart enough to know he's like, all right, they're not they're not gonna let me just score 40 the whole series. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, know, he, know, he knows. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, he, he tried a couple threes because he's like, all right, they're building the super-duper wall now. And when that didn't work, he's like, all right, cool. I missed a couple threes. And let me see who else can do it. And, and he tried to give it to Drew, but Drew couldn't do anything. So, you know. But go ahead. What was your point? I was just going to say he knew that he was going to need that. Eventually, he's going to need Middleton and Holiday. So, yeah. they have to get their shots to just feel a part of the game. Because he knows he can't just go to them when they're off rhythm because yeah. it's not gonna they're they're gonna miss shots. Yeah, so that's it. Yeah. And just the the passes he was making. A couple of those, man, a couple of those passes to Pat Conson were crazy. And they were huge because he hit the big threes for real. Yeah, he did. one he hit in the fourth. I was like, damn, Pat really hit that shit. And Giannis just threw him a beautiful pass. I was like, jeez. Like the they were even talking about there, like the trust of Giannis to throw that to Pat. It was like kind of in semi-transition in the corner. He just drilled it. And I was like, damn, Pat. You really the whole thing out here. Because Giannis just needed one other guy who could hit a three. Just one other guy who could hit a three other than Chris out there. Cause somebody can't play. <laughs> yep. There's just no way. Yeah. I mean, you really look at man, the Bucks were seven of twenty-nine from deep. Seven of twenty nine. Yeah, but Phoenix was Phoenix only shot seven as well. They were seven of twenty three. So, 
Yeah. Cam Johns continues to hit every three, but he was a minus nine out there because he can't get rebounds and he's fouling. Yeah. So. He did hit some some middies though in the fourth, I think. Nah, Cam, yeah, he Cam goes crazy on offense. He just, just can't guard anybody. Yeah. But like Dom said, I don't know if any of these guys can for real. They're just too big. They can't guard a lot of people, a lot of teams, really. And I'm seeing. They can't guard bigger teams. Bridges Bridges is not quite strong enough yet. Nah. That's true. They'll get there. They'll get there, but they're not there yet. I don't know Bridges, if they gonna think, get there. I think Bridges will. <laughs> you don't think Aiden will get stronger? Oh, yeah, Aiden and Bridges. I don't know if they gonna get back here. More so what I no, mean. I mean they'll get they'll get there as far as like getting stronger. I wasn't talking about get there. Oh yeah, no, they'll all get better, stronger. You know, what I mean, Aiden's gonna be better on offense for sure in the future. He's got the touch. It's just the moment. I think it's more so the moment than it is like his actual ability. Because he's had a couple struggle bus games. It's it's the moment and it's playing against Giannis, who now they're using him as the center is really the best center in the league. Yeah, <clears throat> I think I man. think part of Aiden is he's battling against fatigue because yeah, playing against Giannis is so it's he's a lost. mental game for him. Yeah, it's it's the mental game of having obviously the fatigue to play against Giannis, but now it's the it's the other thing you're adding to the plate of all right, you got to guard him, and we're gonna change the whole strategy. You also can't foul him, right? Because remember the strategy those other two games were, all right, if he gets <clears throat> if he gets the ball close, hack him, foul him, whatever. He went to the free throw line 17 times. But you realize when you do that, Aiton going right out of fouls, and he left the court, and then Giannis can eat. So now they're telling Aiton you got to guard him, and you got to guard him without fouling, right? And mm-hmm. a lot to do because <laughs> he's just strong. And then he got to get all of the rebounds, all of them. Man had 17 rebounds, and the Bucks had 17 offensive rebounds. Like, what? That's just a tough ass to get every it rebound. <laughs> Nobody else can get any. I feel for my guy, Aiden, man. I really do. He out here. And he, and he never going to get an offensive one because the Bucks guards just rebound too well. Like, Pat and Drew – had a couple. I was like, damn. Like, even on the defensive end, the Suns would miss. They would just snatch that shit. I was like, jeez, guys. Grab the shit out the ball. It was crazy. Their rebounding is ridiculous, and it's the reason they they might win this finals. And it all starts, obviously, you know, that one guy. But, hey, I'm hyped. I told Dom, man. I told him. I told him. I was like, bro, I was hyped for this game. He's like, I was okay, but I wasn't hyped. This is what we needed. I told you. Here we go. Now we got interesting finals. Heading mm-hmm. into game five. Which I believe. Is it Saturday night? Because that sucks. Got to watch it. I don't know. It's a good question. I feel like it's Saturday. It has to be Saturday, right? Yeah, it has to be. They're not going to put it on Friday and not have no game on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Saturday night at nine. So, so the rest of the series would be Saturday at nine, 
Tuesday at nine, Thursday at nine. I like Dang. it. Man, Chris Paul about to be gassed. I don't think they're going to win a game seven. <laughs> Chris Paul and Aiton are going to be just about done for real. Yeah. This thing goes, they really need to end this in five. They needed that game because now it's going to be one day rest. Yeah, Chris, Chris Paul getting full court press. Aiton got to go up against this dude. This muscle. Yeah. The yeah. fucking most energetic player in the league. Yeah. <laughs> One of the most energetic players of all time. It's him yeah. or Russ. Him, Russ, or Wilt. Because Wilt did just play 48 minutes a game. Yeah. For like a he whole season. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, he averaged. Oh, I don't know if y'all noticed. He averaged. I know you guys probably know, but our, our fans. That man, Wilt, really did average 48.5 minutes per game a season. <laughs> Wolf's numbers are like they look fake, man. Like, I don't know what else to say. They I look mean, like Babe never, Ruth numbers. If you never sit down, then <laughs> I yeah. guess your numbers are gonna be a little higher. Oh, <laughs> um, they're not even a little higher, they're like triple 48 man, dude. a game. Yeah, yeah, 40, average 50 one year. 48 minutes, 48 points. (laughs) A point per minute. But his highest, his season, but the seasons aren't even all the same. Like the one he averaged 50, that wasn't the 48 48 minutes season. Damn. Yeah. Damn, Will just just built different. Yeah, he built different. All right, according to reports, we have news. All right, so there's a but so obviously, you know, free agency is coming up and, you know, the off season is coming up as soon as, you know, the finals end. So people are discussing, you know, moves that they want to make for potential players and everything like that. So we'll start off with a big one. Um, the Golden State Warriors have apparently been internally discussing the idea of trading for Damian Lillard. Do you think that's a good move? Think that's a bad move, and who do you think they would give up in order to get him? Because obviously, the idea would be to pair him with Steph, but does that mean they give up Clay for him? They give up no. Draymond for him? No. So, so how the fuck do they plan on getting him? Wiseman have pick. Nobody wants Wiseman. Nobody wants Andrew Wiggins. Nobody wants the seventh pick. Like. They don't have the perceived value that people are attaching to them. Yeah, I think Steph was like, I'd love to play with Dame. They're not getting them. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, like, you're not, getting, you're not getting Dame. Hell no. <laughs> right. Um, the last I don't know game. if Dame would want to go there for real. That would be admitting defeat. No, nah, he's <laughs> from Oakland, though. Ah, uh, he is from Oakland. Bro, but he can't just... If there's any place he can go and not look like a snake, he can go home. I don't know about that because the whole thing is he's the most loyal guy, and I get it. That's his home, but but if he was traded, that's traded for what? You know, by traded for literally what? I don't don't even know if I take Clay for him for real. I wouldn't. Clay nah, for two years. Clay's been out for two years. 
for Damian Lillard? Who the hell would dribble the ball? DJ. Okay, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> might as well blow it up. If you want to trade him, you might as honestly the best trade would just be to get the seventh pick. Wiseman well, sucked, but ever, I guess. And then just figure out where you trade CJ. Just blow it all up. Yeah. Maybe there's no there's no Dame trade where you you're still I mean they never were competitors, so I don't even know. <laughs> but uh, they just never gonna make it out the first round. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, to me, there's no team where you trade Dame and you still make the playoffs. There's no trade that happens. Yeah, there's no superstar. There's really like no superstar trade where you're not taking pennies on the dollar unless you're getting like all these draft picks. Yeah, Dom, Dom, I'll trade you. I'll I'll do I'll do uh, Dame for Clay. Do a 2K with that. All right, I'm going state. Fuck no. Is that all what the you got next? Yeah, is that all? Uh, okay, there's, okay, there's more. Um, I forgot he was the point guard. See this right here. <laughs> See, we were still we were still talking. All right. Um, he clearly, had stopped talking. All right, my bad, my bad. All right, so the Lakers, the Lakers seem like the most land likely landing spot for Carmelo. Do you think Carmelo Damn. should be there? Fucking, not five years late, bro. No, no, no to all of that. <laughs> How would he be better than Kuzma? In what way? Him and LeBron are friends, and, and Kuzma and LeBron don't like each other. And he'd be cheaper, even though they gave him, even though they gave Kuzma that contract for no reason. Yeah, what? You still have to. You, I mean, you'd have to get rid of Kuzma for somebody first. But I, okay, fine. He'd be cheaper. They still Sign have their money. Sign and trade. <laughs> Kuzma for Carmelo. What do you think about that, Darnell? Kuzma for Carp deal. Who the fuck? I'm the Trailblazers deal. See ya. The fuck? <laughs> yeah, if I'm the Blazers and I can get Kuzma from for Carmelo, then for yeah. Carmelo. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't see that. I don't see that move really improving the Lakers that much. So it doesn't that's do anything. Deal. It might make them worse. <laughs> yeah, that's just a deal. That's just like a feel-good story. And I don't know if Melo really needs a feel-good story. He's playing he well already, enough to where – He already had it in Portland. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, he already had it. He had it in OKC and Portland. Yeah. He had the – okay, this guy could have helped out with stuff. Maybe. But I think that that's a better story than him going to Lakers and not helping with anything because he wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. He, in reality – is old Tobias Harris now, and he just wouldn't help with anything. He'd be out there, abused on defense, take a few mid-range shots. Bro, I watched him against the Nuggets be terrible, <clears throat> like be ass for the most worst, of those games. It's the worst thing I've ever heard, old Tobias Harris. <laughs> That's, that just sounds like a disaster. <laughs> he is a disaster. Did you not? I don't think – you must not have watched him in that Nuggets blazer. He was bad. Like, dude, CJ was bad. Carmelo was worse, like way worse, like doing nothing, like not a thing. Yeah. Like for, for most of those games, <laughs> it yeah. was rough. So, 
Everybody it, it goes like, under the rug, but if he was on the Lakers, it would not go under the rug. He would be blamed because it would be his fault. Be him on top of everybody else's fault. <laughs> yeah, but he would be this. But they're blaming Kuzma. So you think yeah. you won't get rid of Kuzma, bring in big name Carmelo Anthony, and they're not going to blame him? Bro, they blame KCP and Schroeder. Carmelo Anthony would be blasted. <laughs> and it wouldn't even be his fault. He's old. He's an old dude now. 38. Damn. <laughs> is, he actually, is he actually 38? Mellow? Yeah. No. He's a year older than LeBron. He got to be. They came in the same draft and he went to college. They're, they're not a year apart because LeBron's birthday is in December. Mellow's birthday is probably... And that is before LeBron's, but it's not like a full year span. So he about 37, probably. He's 37. Yeah. Damn. I didn't even realize he was that old. Yep. I mean, he played he like that. Yeah, he's yeah. – All right, so the Knicks are interested in getting Duncan Robinson and Kendrick Nunn. <laughs> <laughs> the Knicks obviously know that they need a point guard. So they're going to be in the conversations for any point guard that's seemingly available. And Duncan Robinson is just a free agent that will make sense on any team. So we about to to get right into that, Mr. Darnell, Cleveland Cavaliers fan, because the Knicks are willing to offer you Obi Toppin, Kevin Knox in the first round pick for Mr. Colin Sexton. How do you feel? Oh, like. You How do you feel about that? Huh? I said, did you hear it? Come on, hang up. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, Obi Toppin and Kevin Knox in the first, bro. Come on, man. Nobody won't. Like, come on, man. Like, it's, it's Kevin Knox. Kevin Knox is a bust, man. Like, let's face it. But Obi. Nobody wants a bust. bust on the Knicks. Y'all Obi Toppin is... Not he's shown nothing like Colin Sexton averaged 24 and 4 last year. But you get a first as well. We don't need more rookies on this team, man. <laughs> what do you That's need? just we need more veterans, we need a backup point guard, and we need the ability to go bigger in the backcourt if we need to. Obi Toppin. No, not the front court, the back court. Obi could be a <laughs> what the Obi could be a what? Kevin no, Knox. he can't. That <laughs> nigga a power forward slash center. You want him to be a shooting guard out there? Someone's gotta do it, man. I what do you want to trade Colin for again? Or you just not want to trade him? He wants to trade him for an all-star. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to trade him. I just don't want to pay him a max. Well, you got so it might options. come down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody gonna pay him that max. Yeah. He's gonna wind up with no Colin Sexton. Might as well try to trade him. Might as well so just I bring figure, Kevin, bro. I figure we might as well just go into restricted free agency next summer and just, just wait for somebody to give him the max so you have to pay it anyway. Yeah, I'd rather do that than yeah. 
Oh, this ain't the this isn't this isn't this free agency. No. no. Oh, okay, it's not. Oh, that's why they keep talking about trading him. They couldn't yeah. trade him if he was a free agent. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> All right, so for Lonzo Ball, they said the Pelicans are unlikely to match a significant offer Bro, sheet. Free Zion, I'm tired of him. Get him the fuck out of there. They said. And it says the Clippers, Bulls, and Lakers are all interested in getting him. Where do you think would be the best fit for Lonzo? Okay, the Clippers shouldn't get him. They should worry about Reggie the fuck Jackson. He's right there. Yeah. Because if they go for Lonzo, they're going to lose Reggie. And that just will not be a good move at all. Yeah. Actually, they need to just stop. I know Lonzo would help them, but not more than Reggie. So... They just just want a point guard, man. They don't need one. They got Paul George. (laughs) I'm being so serious. Fuck it. At this point, who cares? They got Paul George and Ty Lue. They can be a point guard. There you go. There you go. (laughs) We need need the guy who can score 30 in the playoffs, please. Need that. Need to not give that up. Because if they're going to make the playoffs, it's going to be because of Reggie next year. I don't think Lonzo can just carry them. Reggie's going to be able to carry them some games because they won't have Kawhi Leonard. They need the scoring. Yeah. Speaking of Kawhi, he's going to be out for nine months to repair a partial right ACL tear. But as for the – really quick, as for the Lakers, I would say that would be a good move, but the best move would be Kyle Lowry. Lonzo would be a sob in front of man. Why the hell are oh, because we have no money? That's right. Yo, try to trade Tobias to the Pelicans sign and trade. They might be dumb enough to do it. They might be. <laughs> they might be. Fuck it. Try it. Bro, they already, no sense. They already, they already got Ingram. <laughs> I love what they want Ingram and Tobias. Because they don't want Lonzo. Yeah. And I don't know what they're – and they fucking won Derek Bledsoe. So, you know what? They might just be dumb. Try Ingram, Ingram, Tobias, and Zion. That just I, sounds I'm a not terrible situation. What, I'm not talking about what makes sense. <laughs> that sounds like a terrible situation. I'm saying, hey, man, try it. <laughs> this man tried to do anything to get Tobias off the team. Have to. He sucks. The worst player in the league for his contract. Who cares? Kills everything. What did you you, think about you the... can't even say that's not true. Destroys everything you try to do. Yeah. All right, so another restricted free agent, John Collins. It says that the Heat, Spurs, Mavericks, and Timberwolves are all interested in getting him. So where do you think would be the best place for him to go? Not the Spurs, yeah. obviously. So. <laughs> Atlanta. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> they, they got they got want to resign them though. They will. I think they will. They went if, had they not had they got bounced early or something in the first round, and yeah, they just look like a joke in the playoffs. Then maybe you can see moving on from them. But they they look like they had something going. So I don't think it would make sense for them to go in a different direction. The only way I'm not signing Collins is if we talked about it was a possible trade, which we still haven't done. I'm going to whoop up on this guy when we make the trade. But I'm trading Collins. And who else was it? Cam Reddish? And uh, Werder. 
Porter, you're doing it. All three of them. All three of them. For three first. Yep, whatever. Fuck that. Donovan Mitchell, thank you. Oh. Game over. Not guarding. Not guarding either one of those guys. So you and think still got Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich going to be so open. Gallinari's still here. Hunter's still here. They think they're just going to make the finals with Trey and Mitch. Yes. Right. Yes, I do. It's not just Trey and Mitch. Hunter is still there. It's going to be all about Hunter's health. If he's there, what are we losing with that? We're losing Collins, Horter. All these guys kind of sold without Trey out there. Well, Collins, Collins Reddish didn't. Reddish would be the one that I would not want to give up, but they're the one. He's the one you'd have to give up. I think Collins is the most important piece of that trade. He really was a big factor for them just because of his energy out there. He was really out there, you know, making an impact, even if his offense wasn't quite there. But, hey, man. And then we need offense. We need that. And then for you, and then for you, Mr. 76ers fan, obviously, <laughs> obviously, you know what exactly. You know exactly who this is about. And apparently the Cavaliers, Pacers, Timberwolves, and Kings are all interested in trading for him. So which that's all cool and everything. We don't want anyone from your bum ass roster. So I guess we'll just keep them. You don't want De'Aaron? No. You want De'Aaron? I'll take Anthony. You want to take De'Aaron? Edwards. You'll take Ant Man. Yes. You don't want I'll, to take Ant, I'll take Ant Man, a Kogi, and Russell. You can have some, and you can have some. You can hey, have some. There ain't no Tobias. way they train at Edwards. And... No, they're not. Way they there you go. They're also stupid. I don't know why you're saying there's no way they'll do it. They're not training Russell though. Russell's they just the straight. One. Dude, we just watched this team straight lose themselves. A first They're round not straight, bro. Don't, the reason they got at Russell was because him and Towns are best friends. There's no All way right, they're cool. about to do that. So you can keep him. We'll just we'll, we'll give you. You'll take uh, you can take Beasley. They'll probably give you Edwards and Beasley. Cool, cool. Wait, 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 wait. I want I want Edwards, a Kogi, Beasley, two first. No, <laughs> no. This has been wrong. Demetrius want to fleece every team in a trade. What do you mean fleece? Why he want every trade? Why he wants seven players and and ten picks? I said three players and two for one. You said four players. I said three. I said Edwards, Beasley. So you want their so you want their best defender, two of their best scorers. You're getting my best defender and my second best scorer. You're getting no, the best defender in the league. <laughs> you're getting the no. best defender in the league. No, you're not. You're getting somebody who shot poorly at the free throw line and won't see your jump shot. Like that has to be yeah. factored into his value. Hey man, Carl needs a defender out there, bro. Talking about their best defender, a Kogi, not Simmons. And you get a point guard. And you get to buy his Harris. You got a team of four all-stars saying, now. I'm saying his name, bro. You got four all-stars on your team now. I'm tired of hearing his name. <laughs> four all-stars. Uh, you said what? You got four all-stars, bro. Bro, somebody said make the all-star team. 
think he made it one year. No, he didn't. You got you got four MVP candidates. <laughs> <laughs> Shorty really said those words out her mouth. <laughs> Unbelievable. Also, yeah, you're gonna keep hearing Tobias's name. You bring up Simmons, Tobias is going right with him. It's the <laughs> only way. Other than that, y'all could miss me. I'll send him right to the Thunder and give up a first and not care. That's the only. <laughs> that's okay, and that's okay. Give me some cat back to size somebody the fuck else. Trade him right to the Thunder. Give them a first. I will take Kyle Lowry, and we will call it a day. We will go ahead on, and we will compete for a ring. I don't know if we'll beat the Nets or the Bucks, but damn it, we got a shot. Get the bias up for Kyle Lowry. Thanks. Other than that, Kyle Lowry yeah. not there. <laughs> I'm saying that's what I would do. I'm going for Kyle. I'm going for Lonzo. What about Kemba? Kemba be Fuck the one no. you go no, for. Thanks. No, thank you. No. Nope. Don't want him. We got Seth for that. Better Kemba. Cool. Cool on that one. But I appreciate the concern. You can take this first, though. <laughs> my man's just like my man just wants cash considerations. I, I do. I want my money back. He's the entire problem because he makes thirty million. If he made like ten, it'd be cool. Ten, ten, ten million dollars. Wow. You wouldn't even give him twenty. No, fuck no. He gave you twenty game. No. <laughs> No, no, doesn't play defense, doesn't pass the ball, can't shoot. No, no, thank you. 15, 15. Not getting a dime more than 10. (laughs) 10. Nope. He's getting less than Bertans' money from me. Bertans at least can hit a three. Maybe. Bertans can't carry. Bertans will sell. So, yep. Tobias will sell too, but never carry. What yeah. trade did you say? You were you said you said we. I still want to do this one too. You said Tobias for Chris Middleton and three first. Fuck yeah, get him the hell out of here, Chris Middleton. <laughs> you kidding me? I remember you asked me that. You were like, would you trade Tobias and three first for Chris Middleton? Yes. Yes, I would. I'd do it right now. Please. <laughs> please. Freaking please. Three first is a lot. How about two? You first? can have them. You can you get to replenish from the Drew Holiday trade. I watched three first get traded for Drew Holiday. He out here going four for 20. Still being better than Chris Paul. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Bye. See you, Tobias. I'll take Chris. Take Chris Shit, right now. Me, first. Me, she's trade six first. <laughs> <laughs> you giving up the whole future, man. Hey, man, the Nets did it, and they ended up with three superstars out the deal. Fuck it. It doesn't matter. It clearly means nothing. Yeah, you just got to prove that you're willing to trade these dumbass first, and the people I mean, will, the people will come. Quite, the people will quite, ain't quite James Harden, but I, I see what you're saying. Even if we don't do it now, it'll blow up and we have a chance to do it later. But if Tobias is still here, it'll never happen. That's <laughs> one thing I do know. 
<laughs> That's one thing I can say for certain. For certainty, Tobias will not be a part of a championship team. Can mark it down. <laughs> can book it. Can book one thing that I mean, won't happen. He can do it as the fourth best. Player. No, he can't. No, he can't. He, he almost cannot. did it as the fourth best player. What do you mean he almost did it? What did he almost do? It took the left. It took it took a collide bounce. Bro, he was right there doing nothing the entire <laughs> time. I remember, I was there. He wasn't even fourth. He was fifth. JJ was fourth. Don't play these games. And he still couldn't do it. He was most <laughs> definitely the fifth most important player on that offense. Trust me. We y'all know we praise JJ. JJ, Jimmy, Ben, and B all more important than Tobias. And we still couldn't do it. And then we gave him all the money. <laughs> like, oh my God. Tobias really just had to take Tobias really couldn't take Danny Green that whole series. That was so painful. It was bad. <laughs> like, damn. He got he got one-on-one on an island with Danny Green because nobody else was getting left. Even even Simmons could do something, I guess. Nope. nope. Couldn't do it. That's couldn't true. do it then. He can't be a part of a championship team. <laughs> he can't. Add him on the bench that. and cut him. That's all I needed to know. <laughs> Darnell, I didn't tell you. I don't know if you watched it, but we made the trade, the Siakam Lowry for Ben Simmons and Dubai straight. Two games uh, in, two games. Dom asked, how do you buy somebody out and proceed to release <laughs> Tobias Harris? <laughs> actually happened. This actually happened. Live I mean, here's the thing, right? The trade was for, <laughs> What's the thing? The trade was for the future because I wanted Ben Simmons, and I was like, fuck it. I guess I'll take Tobias. And guess what you saw? The same thing I saw. He not He's not going to help the future either, so get rid of him. I mean, but, but the future for Ben. My man didn't want to see Tobias on his team for five more minutes. He couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't end the series with Tobias there. Or your words. <laughs> Tell the people your words. You cut Tobias and whatever the first things you said to me. I forget. Run it back. I can beat you now. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I don't think I ran it back. Nope. He was like, how do I sign him? <laughs> oh, and then no, the best part is we saw him. We saw who he got signed with. He signed in the heat four years, 29. Yeah, it was for five million a year. Five million a year. Fuck yeah. him, bro. That's a, lo- that's a lovely contract. Dog. That's a great. I, I don't even know if I'd do that, but you know what? The Heat were like we're running out of options. <laughs> you went sign him for five million. He could he couldn't get the mid level exception from you, bro. He has to be a bench player who's efficient. He can't do anything else but shoot mid-range jumpers that are contested. That is that is the worst. Never shot. gets open. That is the worst shot in basketball. <laughs> the contested mid-range jumper. I'm asked this, then we can get into it. But can Tobias be the best bench player on a championship team? This is a serious question. The best, a six-man. Yeah. 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 Is my starter lineup Steph, Clay, Durant, 
<laughs> if your team is good uh, enough to where he's not a starter, then yeah, I think so. If I'm the Warriors, I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you this. Is, would he be a better fit for the Suns than Cam Johnson? Yeah, he's more consistent. I, I disagree. Just, I, from what I've seen these playoffs, bro, Cam Johnson. Cam doesn't miss anything. And Cam a better three-point shooter. I take Cam. And would he they, be a better fit for the They're both going to be bad. I mean, that's where he started his career, yeah. man, is where he started his career. I have a question. I have a question. Would he be better for the Bucks than Pat Connaughton? Nah. They, yes. Just, these are tough questions. Darnell's saying I yes. I disagree with both of them. I don't think he be, I don't think he's better than both of any of those guys. Either one. I think Pat not Thompson, for not for the team. I think Pat Connaughton just gives them energy that's on on both ends of the on the floor. They really don't – they don't need, like, another huge offensive presence like that, like that. You only need to give them 10. Pat, Pat just gave them 10. With threes. With the, yeah. Floor spacing. He doesn't space the floor. Yeah, that He's is. there. Point. Shooting middies, not playing defense. He would completely ruin the Bucks. The Suns might get away with it because of Chris Paul. Maybe. Maybe. Even now, I think Cam Johnson is the better. For- it, would, it would have to be. The only way Tobias is effective on the Suns is post-ups. Well, he can't do that. When he, the only way he could do that is if um, what's-his-face was gone. His Aiton was gone. Yep. So. But then if Aiton's gone, there's no defense at all. Yeah. Got to take out your best player for him. So Dom agrees with me. Darnell disagrees, but Dom agrees. He can't be the sixth man on a championship team. No, I don't want him. Well, on these championship teams, he can be a sixth man on uh on you keep Brooklyn. Words. I, he can be a sixth man. Would he be better than Spencer? I mean, it's, I don't know. Spencer coming back from an ACL. Would tier. he be better than Jeff Green? Yes. I don't know. I <laughs> <laughs> watched Jeff score 27 when they needed him the most. It's because Jeff Green provides defense. You know, it's because you're answering my question. They all do other things. They all do something. <laughs> something else. <laughs> anyway, Darnell, let's get into it. Player, highlight, dickhead. Go, go ahead. So for my player tonight, obviously, I'm going to go with Chris Middleton, 40 points. I thought he had a really good floor game. And for my highlight of the night, I have to go with Deionis Block on DeAndre Aiden. I was crazy. I didn't think he had enough time to recover. But obviously he did. So that was a really good play there. And for my dickhead, um... I'm going to just go with Kobe Altman, man. GM of the Cavs, because I feel like I haven't given it to him in a while. And if he plans on trading Colin Sexton for the likes of Kevin Knox, I will put my fandom up for sale. Damn. (laughs) So that's what I got. You You don't believe in Kevin? No. I actually met Kevin Knox one time at a high school basketball game. Super tall. 
Right. Super tall. Taller than Colin Sexton. Y'all just do it. My man says super tall. This nigga ain't a, ain't a power forward in the NBA. <laughs> like he, he is, but not for long. All right, Dom, go ahead. What are your all right? So um my player of the night will go to my man's Chris Middleton for his amazing performance out there. Um let me see. My what are we doing? Are we doing cut well now? So okay. So, highlight. so my so my highlight is going to be as always when Chris and Devin went out there and were trading buckets out there. That was definitely my highlight. It was it was it was exciting to watch out there. They were both just going out there doing their thing. And then um my dickhead is gonna go to the it's gonna go to the Space Jam 2 creators. Cause I heard, <laughs> cause I heard that I've been reading this movie. It's getting some terrible reviews. It's a. I'll read you some of the reviews right here. Unless you're a basketball fanatic, its technical wonders aren't enough to overcome its tediously earnest intentions. An upcycle Frankenstein's monster of intellectual property spraying a stew of Easter eggs and Halloween costumes at the viewer, praying that something sticks. I've never seen anything like it. I also hope to never see anything like it again. <laughs> and I wish I could unsee what I have seen. <laughs> Damn. All right, I'm going to just say this. Like, <laughs> reviews reviews for movies are always, like, bad. Like, obviously, it's some I movies know. I like that you look at the reviews and you're like, man, I'm not wasting my time. Like, but No, nah, like, I, I know the movie's not nearly as bad. As as these people are making it seem, well, I just find yeah. these funny, so I just wanted to say them. Uh, James is an engage. James is an engaging presence, but as the season with the Lakers proved, he alone just isn't enough. <laughs> oh come on, man! <laughs> they've been they've been hot. They've been waiting to show that, man. Yeah, they've, they've been, been waiting, waiting for that one. I mean, had that three years ago. So he had that in the tongue, man. <laughs> Just hear about the movie. Yeah, that one cooking. <laughs> I think he just won a title last year. I mean, he wasn't alone though. And to whom this is meant to appeal is anyone's guess, except presumably the studio's marketing department. <laughs> Damn, it was on. It was on this movie's ass. I'm, hey man, just, I'm again. I'm certain be... it's not this bad. But... Real quick, I'm gonna do mine real quick. Uh, player of the day, Chris Middleton, amazing. Fought, became perfect self for a day. Um, highlight of the day as well. I'm going with the. Uh, actually, I'm going with. I'm going with the the turnover, the Chris Paul turnover. It's a low light, I guess, but that steal led to the layup, which ended the game. So that was a crazy play. It's gonna be my highlight and my dickhead of the day goes to team USA not because of what they did on the court because of the roster construction team stinks they don't stink but it's not a team they have a bunch of ISO players with nobody who can pass so or defend or deep or defend or who's over six nine so best class or best pass Darius Garland bro I saw and, him on the court, and I was like, why is he here? 
Then I saw Keldon Johnson. I was like, what the fuck is going on? They only yeah, fill in their spots the for Middleton. Team. Yeah, they're yeah. filling the spots for Middleton, Holiday, or Middleton, Booker, and Chris Paul. Holiday. Yeah, you're right. It's Holiday. Right, Holiday, Holiday, not Chris Paul. Yeah. Chris Paul said, nah, I'm too old for that. Yeah, he is. That shit. Yeah, he is. He definitely busy, is too old. Busy about to blow a 2-0 lead over here. Don't need that. <laughs> All right. Him thank you guys so Doc much. <laughs> him and Doc were meant to be together. Damn. Damn. All right. Thank you guys so much, amen, for listening. Um, for Arnell Jones and for Dobbs with Demetrius, and have a good one. Later. Triple D's. Deuces. <laughs>